Hello, and welcome to AtlanticCast, the podcast for Atlantic Health System. We're coming to you on WAHS Radio and broadcasting from the campus of AHS University in Morristown. We're so excited about the birth of our new podcast and look forward to bringing you the latest news and information from across Atlantic Health System. My name is Jim Ferguson, and I'm the Director of Communications for Atlantic Health. I'll be your host and guide to all things AHS, and I look forward to spending some quality time with you. On each episode, we're going to feature some special guests who are subject matter experts on topics that are on the minds of our team members, and we want and need to hear from you. I need you to help guide this ship and let me know what matters most to you and what topics surrounding your AHS life you want to hear more about in upcoming episodes. I'll tell you how you can get involved in a little while. So let's get right to it. I'm excited to introduce you to our first guest on Atlantic Cast, as the work that he and his talented team are doing means so much at this pivotal time in healthcare and in our world. His name, Armand Kinsey, and he's the Vice President and Chief Diversity Officer for Atlantic Health System. Armand, welcome to Atlantic Cast. Jim, thanks for having me. Congratulations on the launch of WAHS. Woohoo! <laughs> we're excited, we're excited. It's, uh, it's going to be a heck of a journey. And it's so fitting that you're our first guest on Atlantic Cast as we're broadcasting from the campus of AHS University, as I mentioned, and we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. And you're sort of the dean of this place, <laughs> as uh, you and your team were really uh, the influence and in helped bring the university to life as our new hub for education and training. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that coming up. So let's get into it, Armand. Diversity and inclusion. Very powerful ideas at this time in our world for so many reasons. Tell me what diversity and inclusion mean at Atlantic Health System. And I'm not talking about the textbook definitions of the words, but what does it mean to our team? Good. Great question, Jim. Um, I think we sit at such a unique time and space with regards to diversity and inclusion, um, given the fact of where we are in healthcare, um, as well as being in the midst of social unrest and an international pandemic. Um, it's key to understand that these two terms, diversity and inclusion, have two different meanings and two different goals, although often you hear them said together. Diversity uh, is the composition of everything that makes us unique, our talents, our skills, race, ethnicity, our experiences and our thoughts, our age, our sexual orientation, our abilities, disabilities. Uh, one of the important things to understand is that none of, none of us have only one of these things. We all have a multitude. Okay. And it's that intersectionality, I think, that makes it um, really unique and rich. Um, and on the inclusion side, inclusion is around creating and fostering an environment where we all feel valued, so we can bring our authentic selves to work and it's appreciated. Um, and there's a lot of work that goes into creating that environment, as you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, companies that do this really well uh, see a 17% increase in productivity, a 19% increase in revenue, and a 42% decrease in turnover for year one team members. So if we are able to get this to a great point, it's not only great for our patients, our team members, but there's revenue associated with this. Okay. So, so Armand, just to remind our, our listeners, when did you start with Atlantic Health System? It's been a year and a half now. Oh my gosh, a year and a half. What a time you've had. <laughs> what a time. Um, uh, you came in a, at a very interesting time in, in, our, in our culture, in our society, obviously coming through uh, where we are now with the, with the global pandemic. Um, the, the things you're bringing to our organization, you and your team, are so important at this time. Can you share some of the initiatives that, that we've launched since you joined our team? Sure. It's been a fun year. Um, learned a lot. Talked to a lot of people. Been across the system meeting with people. 
Um, so we've been launching and partnering with a lot of existing uh, in, um, journeys as well. Mm -hmm. Two of the things that I'm really excited about are our inclusion journey. So this is our education journey. So most of you, if you've logged into your LMS recently, have seen some diversity and inclusion and unconscious bias training popping up in your LMS. Yes. That will continue over the next few months as we continue to increase the education and awareness of uh, everyone across the system. So look for more modules. Um, one of the big things we're excited about is just recently we, we launched nine business resource groups. These groups will be really important to getting people involved and engaged in tons of work, not only just their own personal development, but also the uh, health and well-being of our communities. So really excited about our BRGs. Yeah, they're exciting, and I know it's something that our organization has wanted to get going for a long time, so I can't thank you enough for getting it launched. Um, it's exciting. I hear we have uh, some uh, early registrations. We, in the first 24 hours, we had 200 people sign up for Fantastic. BRG, so it's exciting. That is exciting. So what's, what's coming down the pike? Like, what can we look forward to? So we're coming to the end of 2020, and it can't get here soon enough. <laughs> um, what can we look forward to in the coming months? Uh, one of the things, piggybacking off of the BRG launch, is I think we will start to see um, our BRGs get together and really start making an impact on health disparities. I know that Carol Varkas and her team and, and others across the system are really focused on this, but I think leveraging um, the, the numbers with our BRGs will really help making an impact. They, each BRG um, will own a social determinant of health. So when you think about the numbers that that could do, the, the um, screenings that could happen as a result of that, the awareness, I think that we'll see a, a big increase there. So when we say that they're going to own a social, so give me an example of what that sure. looks like for those that might not just know what a social determinant of health is or, or right. what it would mean to take that ownership. Absolutely. So I'll give you an example. So we have a veterans business resource group. Mm -hmm. That veterans business resource group may very well take up the social determinant of health regarding food insecurity. Okay. So over the next year or so, they may do initiatives to help with you know helping food banks or helping um, collect food supplies things like that so things that are very targeted that will help us decrease um, social determinants and health disparities wow that's fantastic yeah i'm excited to see the work of these groups i'm still debating which one i'm going to join because <laughs> um, they all look incredibly interesting to me um so okay so as we oh go ahead just yeah, one please. quick other one that i'm really excited about is um, a program we're going to launch in january which is around language resources. So we know a great number of our patients speak languages outside of English, and it's their preferred language. Yes. Uh, so come January, we will launch, launch our own language certification program for our own bilingual team members. Oh, wow. So by law right now, if you're bilingual, unless you go through a certification program that says, I can, you know, I speak that language, I know medical terminology, legally we can't have you doing that interpretation. But having our own certification program, we'll be able to certify our own team members, which creates just a different level of satisfaction and quality for our patients when they don't have to pick up a phone to have somebody interpret right. for them. So, And it'll help us overall decrease the cost and what we spend on our external vendor. And what an incredibly cool opportunity for our team members, our bilingual team members, to really participate in right. the delivery of healthcare. Absolutely. You know, even right. some that might not be on those front lines right. now will have a really significant role to play. Absolutely. Oh, that's Absolutely. so cool. Um, so cool. So um, as, as we're coming to the end of our time together, I'm going to ask you to see if you can offer me two things. So two things you would like our team to keep in mind or actions they can take today 
to build on our culture of diversity and inclusion? What would those two things be? So, Jim, I'm if you have more, that's okay. <laughs> you read my mind. So, I actually have three quick ones. Okay, cool. Um, listen, learn, and lean in. So, nice. if, in this time, we know that there's social unrest, there's conversations around race and ethnicity, there's uh, a pandemic occurring. Um, I ask that if we can all just pause to listen, not always be quick to solve the problem, but sometimes we just need to listen and be open to diversity of thought outside of what our traditional thoughts or ideas are. Um, be willing to learn. As I said, we're going to push out education, but be willing to have those brave conversations and be willing to learn um, about our own biases as well. And then finally, lean in. Um, I all love the phrase, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So, you know, these are times where we need to embrace difficult conversations um, and work our way through that. And together we can find those solutions. Um, realizing that the problem, the, the, the product we're trying to get to solve for, uh, the people we need to solve that problem may not always look, feel, talk like us. Um, and it's okay if we reach beyond what we're comfortable with um, and embrace diversity. Wow, powerful words and uh, something to really look forward to. Can't thank you enough, A, for being our first ever guest on Atlantic Cast. <laughs> thank you for having me. For all the work you're doing here at Atlantic Health System. And I'm going to ask one thing of you. Will you please come back and share updates as, as your work continues? Absolutely. Because be glad to. We're excited and we all want to learn how we can get involved and be a part of it. So uh, you are listening to Atlantic Cast. This is the podcast for Atlantic Health System, broadcasting on WAHS Radio from the campus of AHS University. As this is our first episode of Atlantic Cast, we're pulling out all the stops and have another very special guest here in the studio, Nikki Sumter. Nikki's our Senior Vice President and Chief Human Resources Officer. Nikki, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You bet. I understand now that this idea came from a member of your team that had a new way in mind to connect with our teammates across the system. And I want to thank you for supporting new ideas, creativity, and welcome again. All right. Thank you. So Nikki, I'm excited to explore something with you today, and that something is leadership and what that truly means. So we know leadership's not always about the title or how many people you oversee. It's about influencing and inspiring those around you. Do you agree that anyone can lead regardless of their title or responsibility? Absolutely. I absolutely do. I believe that 99% um, of all of leadership occurs elsewhere within the organization. Mm -hmm. So you can certainly lead from any seat. So what does that mean? So, so you just said lead from any seat or from your seat. So what does that mean? How can, how, can our, how can our AHS team members lead from whatever seat they're in in our organization? So I think it's important for us to think about how we lead up, across, down the organization. And the biggest myth is that leadership only comes with a title. It's really about influence. So it's how do we leverage our influence skills to make things happen? and it doesn't require a leadership title to do that. Yeah, I agree, and, and I think one of the things I love about working at Atlantic Health System is that ability to contribute. And, uh, you know, I've had an interesting journey at Atlantic where I've worked at the hospital level, now I'm at our corporate level. I've worked in different capacities because there was always that opportunity that if I was to step up and step in, that it was recognized. Mm -hmm. And I love that about this place. And so what, so, so what does that look like? What would you say to some of our, our team members that are just starting or that uh, are looking for their next step? Mm -hmm. I think it's important for all of us, no matter uh, what generation you find yourself in, is that you chart a course. Mm -hmm. 
And so imagine or envision who and what you want to be, whether it is within a year, three years, five years, or even 10 years. Where do you want to be um, at the end of your career? And so I think writing that down and beginning to think and plot um, right. and making sure you have a mentor and a sponsor and all of those good things and you're reading and you're thinking about leadership only help to prepare you. It's not just about your technical skills, whether you're an excellent nurse or an excellent phlebotomist. It could just be, I'm a phlebotomist today, but I want to be the CEO tomorrow. Right. And how do we get you there? And how do all of us help each other in moving into those roles? So you said something that perked my ears a little bit, and you used the term sponsor and mentor. So those are, those are powerful, and I've been very blessed in my career that I've, I've, I've had some really cool people help navigate my journey a little bit. Mm -hmm. How might somebody, like, how do, you, how do you start that journey? How do you connect with someone? How do you, do we have programs within Atlantic, yes. or is it something you do on your own? How, what does that look like? Absolutely, so I always encourage team members to not only reach out to me, but other leaders that um, they see in the organization they're, they're interested, in, interested in having a conversation with. We have great networking that is going on within the organization. The Women's Leadership uh, uh, Development Group has a, a series of networking sessions that are just about to kick off. And they're great ways to either reach out to someone and see if they would be willing to be your mentor or, you know, reach out to human resources. We have career coaching and Beautiful. other programs that will help set the stage for the relationship that you're looking for. So don't be limited by, well, I can't find it on the intranet, right? right. Know that we're just like any other big organization, that we have resources. And those resources have really helped to make us what we are, which is a great place to work, right? That is not a cliche for Atlantic. Not at all. So I would encourage people um, who are listening to our voices and saying and hearing the difference that mentoring has made in our lives, especially yours, but I can tell you definitely mine, mm -hmm. um, to reach out and see what we can do. We can see what we can do to support. So, and I love that. And one of the things that I mentioned earlier that I really love is the opportunity to grow and develop within Atlantic Health System. And at the beginning of our, of our time together today, we, I, I mentioned AHS University, which is where we're broadcasting from. And I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that and the tools and the resources that are available to our team members there. So Nikki, what would it mean? And it, it's happening, but what does that do for a culture if you're able to, if we develop our next generation of leaders internally? And we're not going outside. We're finding people within our organization. What does that do for our culture? I would say it means that we are living out our mission. Um, we are a stronger organization for our community. That leaders um, from within bring a rich knowledge and perspective. And so when you've grown your career in an organization, uh, it only helps to further the culture. You are a steward of the culture and you will help continue to make it better. Um, so I would say, you know, it is important for us to develop the next generation because we know the difference it will make. True. And, and when you've been pulled up, your, your reaction is to, to reach back and pull the, next, Absolutely. pull the next guy up. So, um, so it's great. And I love your perspective on that. Um, Nikki, promise me one thing before I let you go, that you will come back 
and that you will keep us up to date on, on what's going on in your world and about the cool programs that we're doing and different ways that we are able to help our team members. I'm willing to come back if this isn't as scary as I thought it was See? <laughs> going to and be. it's not. <laughs> so yes, I'll come back. All right. And thank you um, to all of the team members who had the great idea that we do a podcast. I really appreciate their uh they, their creativity. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is going to be really fun for all of us. And thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. So, gang, this is Atlantic Cast. We'll be coming to you each month on WAHS Radio from the campus of AHS University. Some of you may be asking, what the heck is AHS University? Well, my friends, let me tell you, it's one-stop shopping for all AHS education, training, and growth opportunities. In fact, our annual mandatory training, which is now known as AHSU 101 Pride Essentials, can be found there. And if you've not started it yet, get going. It includes everything you ever wanted to know about bloodborne pathogens. Fascinating. I invite you to explore all that AHS University has to offer on the Compass and the AHS University Group on Workplace. These are also the locations where you can hear this podcast. So this is where you come in. Visit the AHS University Group on Workplace and feel free to share topics of interest to you in the comments section of this podcast. As I mentioned earlier, you'll help guide where we go on this journey together. Finally, please remember, keep your social distance, wash your hands, and wear a mask. It's been my pleasure to spend some time with you, and I look forward to being with you again very soon. Thanks for listening to AtlantaCast on WAHS Radio from the campus of AHS University. And thanks for everything you do for our patients, each other, and the communities that we so proudly serve. For Atlantic Cast and WAHS Radio, I'm Jim Ferguson. Take care.